Hello, and welcome back to Geeking Out Over Star Wars. My name is Zachary, and jeez Louise, it's been a really, really long time, Shamari. As always, I am joined by Shamari. What's up, dude? Hey, man, I'm doing good. Uh, glad to be here talking Star Wars, as always. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, just glad to be doing the show again. Yeah, it's been it's been a while. We've both been really busy. I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take yep. the front of that because it it has been me pushing it back, um, like week after week. Uh, what is going on Star Wars wise in your life? What are you up to? Uh, Star Wars wise, um, I am getting through. Uh, uh, what's the what's the um, uh, Victory's price. The one that just Victory's price. No, the name was just escaping me. But yeah, Alphabet Squadron. I'm getting through Victory's price. I am almost finished with part one. How, how far did you get in that one? I am done. You finished it. Okay. I am done. Yeah, I've, right. I I I am done. I'm excited oh. to see what you see because I definitely. We'll we'll go into a full dive later, but I definitely liked it more mm -hmm. than Shadowfall. Okay. So I, I, so far, I like it more too. Good. Uh, okay. So then we're gonna be in agreement, like. One of these days we're going to have an episode where we finally disagree about something and it might make for like a really super interesting episode, but it's obviously not anytime soon. Yeah, yeah, probably not. We didn't totally agree in um, uh, Light of the Jedi. I think you like that one a little more than me. Touche. Um, yeah, yeah, that's correct. Though I, I still thought it was good, so I guess. Yeah, I liked know. it. So I definitely liked it slightly more, but I don't feel like we can call it a rift. We need something that's like going to tear us apart for an episode where we just like full on scream. <laughs> Like a scream match at each other. Uh, yes, yes. Oh, speaking of that, <laughs> it's funny. My brother actually just told me about this. So he told me about something going on online now where there's this thing. of it, It's gone viral. So Reverend was trending on Twitter today, apparently, because someone was saying that he was complaining about new Star Wars fans talking about how passionately they love Star Wars, but they don't even know who Revan is. So it was almost like he was making fun of them for not knowing who Revan was. And I'm just like, oh, This boy. fan base, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't understand us. And I use the word uh, us. I don't understand us. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I can't, I just, I don't even know. I don't even know what to do with, with fans that are like that. I, I really don't. Listen, man, you can be a fan without knowing everything. Exactly. That is the beauty of like fandom in general for everything, not just Star Wars. <laughs> exactly. You don't need to know every single like actor in a movie to be a fan of a movie, right? Yep. You don't need to know every single spell in Harry Potter to to like Harry Potter. Exactly. Like I have my my little cousin is big into the Harry Potter series, and I've read all of them. I've watched the movies. I consider myself a fan, but she starts bringing up like individual scenes. And, and individual spells, and I'm going, uh-huh, uh-huh, sure, yeah, I, pff, I totally remember. No, <laughs> not at all, not at all. But but a Star Wars fan would be like, well, how dare you? How how dare you not not know that Revan was born? No, yes. please stop. No. Uh, no. It, it's just so, a little ridiculous. Yeah, not to deviate too much, but I had to bring that up. No, was, no, it's totally... Uh, it, listen, as much as we, we've mentioned this on our show, and we love Star Wars, and... I, passionate fans are always a good thing right if you had dispassionate fans that didn't care i think <laughs> right. it's a lot of things that wouldn't get made for sure but at the same time enough is enough and too much is too much yeah 100 percent. that's just it <laughs> um okay so a lot has happened 
Okay, I shouldn't say that. This is a slow time of the year for Star Wars news in general. But there were a couple... Um, there was a very big thing, semi-big thing, that happened in the last month since we shot the shot the show. Well, we're not yeah. video, but re- recorded this uh, last episode. Um, and that was the mm-hmm. full cast was announced for Kenobi. Well, I- I'm going to put full in quotation marks. I'm over here putting up the air quotes because no one mentioned Liam Neeson, and we all know that's definitely going to happen. Uh, wink, wink. But... The so. full cast was was mentioned, and I will just run through this, and then we, you and I can talk a bit about um, what we're excited for and blah, blah, blah. So we have Ewan McGregor, obviously, as Obi-Wan, uh, Hayden Christensen back as Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader. Uh, that's cool, and actually most people are really on board with that, which is which is cool. All those prequel haters from, from before are, you know, okay now. Uh, we have mm-hmm. Moses Ingram. We have Joel Edgerton, who played... Um, uh, oh. Uncle Owen, yes, I was drawing a blank. Um, Bonnie Peace, P.S., who I believe played on Baru. Um, again, yep. that was in Attack of the Clones for both those actors. Uh, Kumail mm-hmm. Nanjiani, which is an awesome face to see there. Indira Varma, Rupert Friend, O'Shea Jackson Jr., Sung Kang, who I love. Fast and Furious, I, yes. I unabashedly love those films. Um, Simone Kessel and Benny Safdie. Uh, so the only person who has, who has not been here, who we are speculating will probably be on there anyway, is Liam Neeson for Qui-Gon. But we now have this cast list. We know they're shooting. They're starting shooting this month. Are you excited, Shamari? Um, oh, I'm beyond excited. I, I mean, this is one of the Star Wars projects that I just know is going, it's going to be good. Um, and I, you know, I, I, if you're listening to this, you may be saying, oh, well, he's just setting him up himself up for failure. But I'm certain that this is going to be good. Um, I mean, you have Ewan McGregor uh, as Obi-Wan. Which Who is, that on by the way, that. outside of just Obi-Wan, he's yeah. solid in everything he's in. Oh, yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a fantastic actor. Um, and, and so uh, I didn't even need to see a cast as long as I knew Ewan McGregor was going to be in the show as Obi-Wan. That's really all I needed. But <laughs> having this cast on top of it is is just, uh, I mean, it's really like icing on the cake. I mean, you have um, uh, Owen and, and Baru, uh, which is which is uh, I'm sure they're they're probably going to play bigger roles in this show. Um, I would imagine. You have Hayden Christensen, which there's of course there's going to be a big question mark around him because I mean, if he's Vader, is he going to be in the suit the whole time? Are we getting flashbacks? You know what role is he going to play? So there's a lot of questions around that. Um, there's been a lot of talk about Moses Ingram because uh, she is supposedly playing a significant character, and she put a cryptic post online saying that she plays with lightsabers. Uh, so people are like, "Oh, who's that? You know, who could that be?" Uh, so that's pretty exciting. My guess is is uh, Seer from. Uh, Fallen Order. That's the only guess that I have. If she's not playing a new character, um, so, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, other people have mentioned the size Ventress, which I'm not going to go there. It's possible. I don't. I don't know. It's all just so much speculation. But, um, but yeah, I'm hyped. I'm excited, and I can't wait to see it. We agree once more. Duh. Uh, I'm super excited for this. Again, the only thing I needed to see was Ewan McGregor coming back as Obi-Wan. I, I, easily one of the best parts of the prequel trilogy. Just And, and I'm oh, a prequelist, and I, lo- I there are a lot of parts I love, even if even if 
they are flawed movies. There are things I love about them, but he was one of the standouts, and I loved him in that. Um, some names I'm really excited for: um, Sung Kang, O'Shea Jackson Jr., Kumail Nanjiani, yep. Benny Safdie. I love all of their work and everything they've been in that I've seen. Um, so those are some great names that are in there. There's, there's obviously, and Disney obviously has this money and this pull there, but they, there's a big draw and they're getting some big names out there, which has been really awesome. Um, Joel Edgerton and Bonnie Peace, Pius, I apologize. I'm probably butchering that, but that also makes more sense. Obviously it's Tatooine. Obi-Wan is looking yep. after Luke, but you know, more from afar at this point, mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see. We know Joel Edgerton and Uncle Owen will probably have a bigger um, presence because yeah. by the time you get to A New Hope, you know that he is very disillusioned. He does not like Obi-Wan at all. And we see this if you've read some of the Star Wars comics like from the journals of Ben Kenobi. You see yeah. how that they really were um, at odds and Uncle Owen really did not want Kenobi around. He did not. He just wanted to raise Luke away from all of that stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think that's going to be awesome tension and two great actors going at it, which would be awesome to see. Um, but yeah, that, this, this has me super excited, super excited. And I, I just can't, I cannot wait. Odds are we'll probably get this next year. If it's just filming now, usually I want to say a Mandalorian season two filmed in January. What was it of 2020? And we got it in December of, of, yeah. uh, of 2020. So almost a year. So that'll probably be the same thing. I know they said they're using the same technology. As a Mandalorian, so I'm forgetting the name of that dome, that indoor dome. I'm drawing a blank. If you've seen the yeah, making of Mandalorian, which yeah. is phenomenal, by the way, it's I forgot the light, not Lightroom. It's got a cool name, and I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, well, that's what they're using. Through um, industrial light and magic. Yeah, yeah, and they do a lot of at least for the Mandalorian, they do a lot of pre-rendering. So they have the directors come in and they kind of do the entire episode in like this 3d vr so that they can just yeah. have it ready which means their productions are a lot shorter the actual filming schedules right. um but filming in april we'll probably see it next year um which is awesome which is also okay because we're getting an- enough content this year so i can't i can't complain we have oh, bad yeah. batch coming up uh mm-hmm. in just what a few weeks and we get a few weeks yeah. uh well i think we're 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 definitely having an episode on on that the week after the premiere so on may 4th not to uh, here's me transitioning horribly uh on may 4th uh the the first episode and it is in a 70 minute premiere of the bad batch will come out that is tuesday may 4th and then following that friday of that week may 7th will be the next episode um and so shamari and i will most likely meet the next week to kind of talk about um that premiere those first two episodes which will be about an hour and a half of content which is awesome. It's like a whole movie. Um, and we'll get to, we'll really break that down. Um, so that's, yep. that's awesome. Now the only, the other, it's not big news, but uh, Star Wars has really gone into the details of the next set of High Republic books, the second wave that's starting in June. Um, so I'm just going to run down the list of these also. Um, and Shamari and I will kind of talk about which ones are exciting us the most. Um, so, we have up in June 2nd, the, our, it will kick off, The High Republic will be The High Republic's number 6, the comic series by Kevin Scott. Um, this will kick off wave 2 of, of The High Republic. Uh, it's, it's going to be, I, 
Should I go into, you know, we're a couple months out now. We've both read the books. We're going to hopefully, if anyone's listened, you've read it too. So spoiler warning beforehand. I have Um, not caught up in the comics. I'm not either. It doesn't seem to be spoiling the comics though. Okay. So at least the thing that they've, because they still have a couple issues they have to release. Okay. Um, So, so it would be, it would be kind of like shooting themselves in the foot if they kind of spoiled the ending of their own first. But issue number six starts off the second arc for that comic book. Um, it seems that the, uh, uh, seems that the, the Drangir and the, um, the Nile and the Jedi are all going to come together. So we're going to see all that happen. And we know that they've kind of, we've seen a bit of both of them in Into the Dark by Claudia Gray, which was great. So that'd be great. That'll be awesome to see. Um, we have a short story called Hidden Danger Part 1 by Justina Ireland. Those are the ones that are done in Star Wars Insider. Unfortunately, I don't subscribe to the magazine because I am a cheap human being. Um, but that's coming out. That is June 8th. Then we have the second full adult novel on June 29th, The Rising Storm by Kevin Scott. Um, this will be awesome because The Light of the Jedi left off a lot of a lot of different plot points that, that it could go forward. And I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes. And hopefully a little more focused than Light of the Jedi um, will be great. Um, then we have Race to Crash Point Tower, the next um, middle grade novel by Daniel Jose Older. Uh, he's the one who did Last Shot uh, for the, the Han Solo book. Uh, then we have The High Republic Adventures, number six, which is also written by Daniel Jose Older. Uh, that is out July 7th. Uh, after that, we have Out of the Shadows, which is the next um, young adult book in The High Republic uh, era, and that is July 22nd. And then we have Tempest Runner, which I'm excited for, and I, I, don't, I don't know if we haven't talked about it, but I, I bet you'd be excited for it because it's an audible original, an audio yep. original. Um, about uh, Lorna D of the Tempest Runners for um, the Nile, which I'm excited for. And then we have The Edge of Balance, which is a manga by Justina Ireland and Shima Shinya. Um, and that will be released September 7th, which was pushed back a little bit from its original um, from its original release date. So I ran through a ton of stuff. We have the next young adult novel, middle grade novel, adult novel, the manga, the audible, the audio original and the comic series. What are you most excited for, Shamari? Um, so I would say right now, I am. Uh, interestingly enough, I would say I'm probably most excited for Tempest Runner. Um, which I mean, I, personally, I'm a sucker for villains about bad guys, or or books about bad, villains about bad guys. Sucker for books about bad guys or stories sur- about bad guys, um, uh, specifically. Uh, Lorna D in Light of the Jedi. Um, there were so, there were some sections of the book that took place from her perspective uh, throughout um, for what she was doing, and I very much liked that portion of the book. You know, she seemed very calculating but also unhinged, and I and I just honestly I liked the parts of the book that featured the Nihil. Those are I think were one, some of my favorite parts of the book. Um, so, and they're honestly, they're my favorite parts of really a lot of the, the High Republic content. I like the Nihil. I think they're, they're a decent, you know, villainous group. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I think right now, um, you know, we don't know very much about it yet, so it's still very early. I don't, and that's going to be later on. So we'll probably know more about the Drengear, the Nihil, the, 
and the Jedi and how all the how, how all of that is going to be looking at the time is probably going to look different. But right now, that's probably what I'm most excited for. Um, I'm also looking out for the Rising Storm um, by uh, Kevin Scott, just uh, partially because he's a great author. Uh, he's he's done really good work. Uh, I've liked really everything that I've read from him that's been Star Wars related. Um, so, you know, I'm sure that'll be really good, too. And I'm looking forward to a sequel to Light of the Jedi because I like a lot of the characters introduced in Light of the Jedi. Uh, I I feel like it's probably a cheat if I say I'm excited for all of it. Um, I mean, oh, I, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I, it, yeah. Uh, but but I am. Like, it's also the truth because I think that the first oh, yeah. wave of High Republic books have just been phenomenal, and they kind of hit it out of the park. They definitely needed to. They definitely set it up perfectly, um, and have the fan base excited about it going forward. Um, I'm with you. The Rising Storm by Kevin Scott. Uh, I I like everything he's on. He did Je- uh, Dooku Jedi Lost. Um, I didn't finish yep. the. I have the individual issues of the High Republic comic series, um, and it's been great. I just uh, I'm also waiting until the end to be able to binge read them all. Um, I read the first three, so that 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 was going great. It's de- definitely the better of the two comic series, and I enjoyed that. Uh, I'm with you on the audio original, uh, the Tempest Runner for Lorna D. Again, big fan of the Nile. They're, they're a good, um, they're a good villain group, and and at first I was hesitant space barbarians vikings you know what was the difference and they really established themselves and separated themselves from other villains in the star wars universe and they were interesting and you're right lorna d's stuff was was also great i think the out of the two out of the three tempest runners that were in the book under markian Rowe, um you had panata Kassif, and lorna d and mm-hmm. panata we know nothing about uh we yep. and then we know Kassif. uh spoiler alert dies at the end of that book so lorna d is one of the big ones left and she was given some exploration in that book so it'll be nice to see them move forward with her character and also just audio originals have a full cast and that's always exciting for bringing the universe to life uh dooku jedi jedi lost was fantastic oh yeah that was wonderful um even if like the story's good right the story's just solid it's not it's i liked it so much Partially, though, because the story was good, but the cast and being able to hear everything that Star Wars puts into their audio originals kind of just makes everything better, right? It Like the cliche mm-hmm. saying of a book is a movie in your mind. This really felt like that because they add all the special effects and music and then different yeah. cast members, not just one narrator. Um, so I'm definitely excited for that. I'm, again, we'll probably be more interested in the comic series after I catch up. So I've been buying the individual issues, like I said, and I'll read them all because I can't wait for the trade paperback to come out. It wouldn't be until months later, and then I'd be behind. So I'll be more excited for those. Um, and then I'm 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 interested and intrigued by the manga, um, and and because this is their first time moving outside of the normal um, American publishing format. So uh, that that excites me because it's something that she that Justine Ireland has said is. Um, firmly and authentically Star Wars and authentically manga. So I'd love to see how those styles intersect. There is the... They've done a couple. They did a manga adaptation for Lost Stars and for um, Leia, Princess of Alderaan, but those were adaptations of books already written, and they're using or they're just using Claudia Gray's words. So it'll be interesting to see um, how that how that works. I am, I'm, I'm definitely very excited, and it's only a couple months away. In two months, we'll be right in the swing of, of High Republic, and then all our stuff will be High Republic-centered again. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I pretty much agree with, with um, all of that. Uh, the manga is pretty interesting. I, I am curious about that. Um, uh, oh, also, there is the... Um, I'm also excited for it. I, I'm, this isn't um, High Republic related. At least I don't think so. But the, we, there's also the Star Wars Visions um, uh, that should be uh, coming out as well. And that is um, going to be... There's going to be a novel on it apparently based on one of the short stories but that's the collection of the anime uh stories that they're that is going to debut on disney plus um so they're coming out with a novel based on one of the short stories which would imply and that's going to be coming out later this year so that kind of implies that that the show is going to come out sometime this year um maybe fall time possibly or or even earlier i guess possibly also um but yeah i'm also very excited for that honestly so because we're getting actual star wars like anime i'm just like that's very new i'm very curious about that i mean it just shows you that um that lucasfilm is really trying to catch as many people as possible and expand the universe in, in not just the story but also in the formats um i had completely forgotten about visions um yeah but i remember seeing that on twitter a couple of weeks ago or yep. was it last week that that right, visions was, was getting the novel um yep. treatment and with but but not based off any of the visions that are premiering it is its own um standalone story so that'll be exciting oh, okay. yeah if if i read that correctly i have to i i'd have to try to find it and i'm not going to find it in time by the time we should have to move on so um if i do find it before the end of the show i'll 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 bring it up um but i do not see it right now um, okay, so that is kind of the big newsy news stuff. There wasn't a lot, again, and it's been a month, so none of this is breaking. Uh, this is just me, you know, this is Shamari nice chance to just talk it over, because that's what we like to do here. We like to just talk about Star Wars, and we hope that you're listening, and, you know, giving your opinions, not that we can hear them, but also giving your opinions and, and, and seeing where the conversation goes. Um, alright, so moving into our main topic for today, uh, a little different... Uh, than usual we i don't have anything we're necessarily reviewing um but shamari finished shamari you finished the um uh, the empire strikes back from a certain point of view book um and this is the second in that series after the new hope version um and this is something i've been interested in but i didn't want to pick up because i just i guess i'm i'm not i'm not usually a short story collection person but you've been raving about these Um, And so I thought, why not give you the floor today and just, like, sell me? So, dude, the floor is all yours. What is From a Certain Point of View? All right. So I'm glad you asked. So From a Certain Point of View, and first of all, let me say, you need to pick these up in, in, like, right away. Like, you need to just drop everything (laughs) and get From a Certain Point of View. It is that good. It is so, so good. And I'm so shocked that it's so good too. I remember when, when from a certain point of view was first announced, say it's it's a collection of Star Wars short stories, from a certain point of view. So it's from a different point of view of someone in the movies. And I'm like, all right, that should be that should be nice. You know, I didn't think much of it. I'm like, all right, that should be fun. I guess you know, I'll check it out. And it's really good. I'm like, I am going through these stories. I'm like, this is really good. Like, this is really really interesting funny um so 
so the most recent one I got through is the Empire Strikes Back. So I guess, I guess I'll start uh, from there. So you have a story that I know it's not chronological, but I, I'm just going to go through it. So you have stories and it, and it goes in chronological order through the movie. So it's like it's such a throwback and it's such a nostalgia trip because you're going through the events of the movie like in the book. It's like you're watching The Empire Strikes Back from a different point of view. It's so it's so crazy. (laughs) So you start out on Hoth. The whole first and I don't mean to to, I'm not going to I'm not going to go too deep into the details, the gritty details, because I do want you to experience it. But. Like the movie, which you can expect from the movie, uh, since it's in the movie, uh, the whole a whole big chunk of the first, I don't know, quarter, third of the book is stories from different perspectives of people on Hoth. Um, really? And, yes. So this this actually yeah. follows like the events in the in the chronological order in the movie. In chronological order in the movie, from uh, start. That's actually really cool. From start, I mean, from start to finish that's actually really really cool i i hadn't realized that in the the first story in the first book takes place right after rogue one the battle scare and it goes all the way to the end (laughs) of of um a new hope i mean it is it's so crazy it's so fun it is so fun if you're listening to this and you haven't read from a certain point of view get it I highly recommend it. Um, so just to give you a, a bit of a, a hint as to the wackiness of the book, of the books, I guess. Uh, one of the stories, and I, I don't consider this a, a major spoiler, but it's, it's just fun. One of the stories in uh, the second one, from a certain point of view, uh, The Empire Strikes Back, is from the perspective of the Wampa that, <laughs> that attacked Luke. Um, and it has like a family and stuff. It's a whole a whole story based on the Wampa. And, and and I know if you're listening to this, you may think, oh, it's tedious. or why would I waste my time? But it's funny. Like they they you could tell the authors are having so much fun with it, and I love it. Have you ever seen Robot Chicken? Yes. Okay. I haven't seen all of them. But unfortunately, I know. the but, Wampa yeah. one. Uh, I don't remember that. I feel like I did, but I don't remember. We need to just have a watch party, a Star Wars robot chicken watch party. I'm sorry. Just keep going. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen them in so long. I, now it's making me want to watch those again. But, yes. So, it it's so fun. You have stories. You have a bunch of stories on Hoth. You have a bunch of stories on Bespin. Of course, you have a bunch of stories in between. You got stories from that worm that ate the ship. That ate the Falcon, that space worm <laughs> that ate the Falcon. <laughs> you have stories. And another another surprise, and this this is – I don't even know if I should spoil this. Do it. Just just one yes. little spoiler is not going to hurt anybody. All right, all right. All right. So I'm going to spoil this. Jackson has a story in The Empire Strikes Back. You're kidding. That, no, I'm not kidding. Jackson has this – he showed up. He was on Bespin apparently. And all these books are canon now. <laughs> so he was on Bespin when all that stuff was going down with the with the, um, the Imperial showing up. Uh, and that's and that actually happened. Uh, 
Alright, I, okay. I, I didn't, I did not realize the book would, okay. That's. Yeah, it's. Okay. It is so, it's so fun. It's so crazy. See, I'm looking and at. You have, sorry, go ahead. And you, huh? Go ahead, go ahead, I'm sorry. Okay. And you have, like, deep stories, too. Like, of course you have a Yoda story on Dagobah. You're in Yoda's mind, the monologue, the, the emotion of what he's had to do. And what he's dealt with and Luke shows up and, you know, he doesn't want to train Luke, but nobody wants to tell him to train Luke. And, you know, it's just it's just it's it's very well written. And it's in it. And it's there's so many different flavors of writing, too. You have so many different writers. You have all the and honestly, you have all the best ones, obviously. So you have your Claudia Gray stories. You have your, um, you know, your Charles Soule stories. You have. um you know, Kevin Scott. You've got all the all the authors that we know and love. <laughs> at least in the, I'm looking at I'm looking at the author list. And I was just about to talk about that. I mean, yep. I hadn't realized. Yeah, you have the author mainstays, the current like the current. I'm sorry, Star Wars mainstays, the current canon usuals yep. like um, yep. Charles Soule and 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 Ray Carson and John Jackson yep. Miller and Claudia Gray. Yeah. But then you have okay, all right. Then you. <laughs> Then you have like Kelly Sue DeConnick and Matt Fraction, who are massively popular comic book writers who I love. Um, uh, okay, you've Greg Rucka, who I love. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. Oh. Yeah. So you've got you've got a lot of you've got a lot of very very talented authors, um, really really talented authors, and The Empire Strikes Back. I would probably say The Empire Strikes Back. Is probably a little more fun than um, than the first one. The first one, the first one was really good because it was just, I was just like, wow, this, this is it's and it's so much like extraneous material, like just extra material that you probably didn't need to know, but it's just really cool to know. That's uh, really that's that's yeah. ironic, right? Because I Empire Strikes yeah. Back is considered the darkest chapter. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's it's really ironic. But um, and there are definitely dark moments in The Empire Strikes Back. Um, but I'd say that's probably the more fun of the two. I mean, the, the first one, a lot of it is, uh, you know, because you get a lot of stuff from the rebels perspective. And it's, it, they're in a very dire situation, obviously, um, you know, with, with the whole rebellion and everything, obviously. So. So, yeah, it's it's really. It's, it's just it's very, very it's just really, really well done. You have a very great. I remember one one that's still vividly in my mind. Claudia Gray had a great story of Obi Wan on Tatooine in the first one, talking to Qui Gon, Force Ghost of Qui Gon. He's just talking to him, and they're just. I'm just like, oh, I'm just, I'm tripping out right now. I did not know this happened. <laughs> I feel like that's the fact that it's a a short story book, right? Like so. Yeah. One of the part, one of the things that kept me from it is that I'm very concerned. Well, I'm not concerned, but I'm, I'm very centered on making sure that whatever I'm taking in canon wise, because I also, as much as I love Star Wars, I, 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 I consume so many other types of fiction from from other novels to comic books to video games to, and I'm a massive cinephile, so I love I love movies and and TV shows. All right, so usually when I take in Star Wars. I try to make sure it's like really, really integral to the, to the universe. But what I, 
I'm assuming, and I hadn't really thought about this before, what's, what's really awesome, because there are so many short stories, and maybe a purist is going to scream at me for this, but if you're really not liking a story, which it seems like it, it's very rare because they're all so great, uh, and, and you're not the only one to say that, um, you can kind of move on, and you might find something that you do yeah. really like, that you don't need to, you know, slodge through it because there are just so many different stories. Yep. Yeah, and some of the stories I didn't love, or or I thought were maybe a little longer than they needed to be. Um, uh, like there's a story in the Empire Strikes Back one. It's it's just it's a Bosque story, and I probably didn't need it. Um, but you know, I mean, even that wasn't like awful. But you know, there's stories you're like, eh, all right. I mean, this was kind of a this was kind of probably longer than it needed to be. But there's so many that are just there's so many that are good. It, it more than makes up for any ones that either seem like a waste or even the ones that do are. There's usually something fun about it, something funny about it. I mean, you have ones about the droid on Tatooine that got skipped over R2. <laughs> you got stories about that. <laughs> for <laughs> the, the bad motivator. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I'm, I'm just. And the first one I just listened to while I was driving, <laughs> just of, of just on my daily commute, I would just listen to the story. I'm just like, I love this so much. And I did not expect to love this so much, but it was just a joy. And I highly, 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 highly recommend it. Um, I mean, geez, there's a story of Mon Mothma preparing to surrender herself if the rebels didn't blow up the death star she's she was making plans to surrender go to coruscant to give herself up and she just gets word oh the rub they we won they blow up the death star we won <laughs> i'm just like i didn't know that happened <laughs> i'm, just, I'm oh. looking at some of these these titles and i am incredibly intrigued like they may not be as funny as they sound but like i really now the dragon snake saves r2d2 um what <laughs> yes. is this fake it till you make it but what does he eat oh that's great oh that's great no time for poetry oh and it's about dangar and ig88 oh that's oh. a good one I highly okay oh and i'm looking at okay we me and i may have may probably agree on this also i think one of the i think one of the best characters to come out of the whole new canon and has been in so many different material now is ray sloan um yes and there's one that says, yep. Lord Vader, we'll see you now. Yep. Ray That's... Sloan has a story in The Empire Strikes Back, and it's very good. Because we, she, I'm trying to think any canon outside of that, we never saw her come into contact with Vader. But, like, it makes sense because, duh, Empire. Right? Yep. But that's, okay, I want, mm, mm, you're doing a good job. Yeah. I you're mean, doing a good it's... job in selling me. Yeah. I mean, honestly, these, to me... Like these are a must buy, must read. Just you, you just have to read it. It's required. Whenever they do the Return of the Jedi one, that's a day one. Drop everything and read it for me, because these books are that good. Like they really are that good. And to me, another thing that 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 really emphasizes how, how fantastic these books are is they really you feel the love of Star Wars. You feel it. <laughs> when you're reading these books, they're so they're so fun. They're so filled with with joy, and you can tell the care that's taken for the characters. 
and I don't mean to sound like a crazy fanboy that's just fanboying over whatever it is, but it's really, it's, but it's really, you can tell it's just like, this is a real homage to star Wars. Like that's what these books are. They're a homage to the movies. And like, they also add to the movies. So it's just, it's just wonderful. If you were a Star Wars fan, I'll always recommend these books. Okay, always. so so to wrap to to kind of like summarize this part. So I'm gonna I'm gonna both for both books for from a New Hope. I mean, wow, from a New Hope. From a certain point of view, a New Hope. Scale of one to ten, what is uh how like how how much should a Star Wars fan pick up this book? Uh, if you're a huge Star Wars fan. I mean, I have to say 10. I, you have to, to me. Is that the same for both books? I think it's the same for both books. Damn. You, it, they're really, there's. it's so fun. It's so fun. As someone, if you've seen the movies a million times, which I know you have. I, yes, I have. So, I still randomly just boot up Disney Plus and <laughs> put on a random <laughs> Star Wars movie. I'm like, I got nothing to watch right now. I'll, I'll watch some Star Wars. Watch Star Wars, Yeah. <laughs> But it's it's so funny because it goes through the movie. It's so funny because you're just like, I know where this is in the movie. See, and that's got to be a cool image also in your mind. Yeah. You're going like, oh, I know what Han was doing right at this moment. Exactly. And this guy's over here on the other. That's that's cool. That's uh, that, I would have a lot of fun with that, actually. Have you been yeah. doing it through um, audio? I have been, yes. <sighs> yep. You, I've been doing it through the audiobooks. I think, yeah, I might do that also. I might yeah. maybe they, I, got, I got different... some credits. Li- I got some credits lying around in my Audible account. <laughs> and the, and they get different audit, different uh, narrators for them, so they get <gasps> narrators that work best for for whichever one. Oh, okay. That I feel like that was like the nail in the coffin, but like in a good way. Like I obviously like I think, especially because you told me that the narrators switch up. Because as much as I oh, love yeah. a lot of narrators, sometimes it's kind of awkward to watch them do certain voices that just are they aren't meant for. So yeah. the fact that they switch it up. Okay, yeah, you've you've done it. Yep, you sold me. You yeah, sold me. I mean, I, I mean, honestly, so good. I'm, I'm just, I'm certain you'll enjoy it. I'm certain there isn't a doubt in my mind that you'll enjoy it. All right. So and yeah, I gotta pick it up. It's, yeah. <laughs> All right. So by the next episode, um, I want, I, I, I will, I will start the episode off for myself, um, by kind of talking about where I'm at. And which ones, which stories I'm really liking so far, um, right. so that'll that'll that will be fun. All right, that's that's awesome. Thank you. That I, I can always thank you for putting me onto more Star Wars. And I, I obviously know they exist. I just hadn't hadn't gone. And so uh, if you're listening, obviously Shamari recommends that you pick this up also because you probably won't regret it. Um, yes. and, and even if you're just a literature fan with a passing interest in Star Wars, there are so many authors that are involved here like big authors mm-hmm. um that it it kind of is a hard it's a hard to stay away like there's hard to come up with a reason why you shouldn't be reading it um all right all right you sold me all right all right <laughs> um all right this has so that kind of wraps up that was our main thing um for today uh we um what when is our next episode great question I don't know if you're actually thinking that, but now I'm kind of like thinking out loud and you get to hear Shamari and I workshop this, uh, during the episode. Um, now Shamari, you said you're near or done with part one of victory's price. 
Yes. Okay. I'm near. I'm almost done with it. Yeah. So so we might we might get to that um, within a few weeks. Um, if not, um, then we might have two episodes that are that are close to each other, um, with the start of the Bad Batch, uh, which will which I'm very very excited for. Um, oh yeah. And I I gotta tell you I wasn't as I wasn't as up on it when I just watched the first arc of season seven because I liked it, but I felt after the couple first two or three episodes, it kind of overstayed its welcome. Um, but that might not, that's not really because of them. That's just kind of the whole story and where they were going and who they were trying to rescue. So it was sure. good. I just don't think it was after like two or three episodes, I, I thought it was time to move, to move forward, but to see that and then to kind of see, um, the burgeoning empire, right? Right at that switch. From the yep. end of the Clone Wars yep. into the reign of the Empire, uh, that's exciting. Um, so that's going to be great. So be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout for our breakdown of Victory's Price, which we're both, which I liked more than the last one, and which you liked, and I think is a good wrap up, to, which you're liking, and I think is a good wrap up to the Alphabet Squadron trilogy. Um, dude, I'm glad we glad we finally did this. Uh, finally, oh, yeah. uh, it over a month. Um, where can people find you? Um, so people can find me. I'm on Instagram and Snapchat at MC, MC Sham 22. Uh, so you can find me very easy to, I'm very easy to find. <laughs> so please follow me on, on Instagram and Snapchat. Um, you, he also has, he didn't plug it today. I guess he's being modest, but he also has a podcast that he does. Oh um, yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and you were being humble. You were being modest. You wanted me to do it. You just wanted to be showered with praise. <laughs> No, 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 absolutely. Um, um, go yes. ahead. You, you, you want to? You can praise yourself. Go for it. <laughs> no, no. Um, but uh, I do have a podcast as well. So I have a Star Wars podcast, the Imperial Broadcast. Um, it's part of me and my brothers. We have a podcast network called the New Generation. That's N U Generation Podcast Network. We're on everywhere you can find podcasts. And my Star Wars podcast in that network is called the Imperial Broadcast. So please check that out if you are a Star Wars fan. It is a fantastic podcast. The whole podcast network is great. There's your praise. That's all you're getting. Um, <laughs> you can also find this show, Geeking Out Over Star Wars. If you're already listening, this might be redundant, but everywhere that you would find a podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, it is available. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, follow. That means the world to us. Um, thank you for listening, and we will see you next time.